the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Welcome, welcome to the Arthur Idala Hour of Power, the Power Hour. My name is Matthew J. Mary. I'm substituting for Arthur today. I'm a good friend of Arthur's. I've known him since he's a little boy. I'm a good friend of his dad and his mom, Lou and Marianne Idala. We're gonna have we're gonna have Papa Lou on later in the program. So just to let you know uh, who I am. I've, I've been a criminal defense lawyer for over 46 years. I was the host of the Matthew Mary Show on WVOX Radio for eight years until last uh, summer. We discussed politics, national and international events. And I'm currently the host of a podcast on YouTube.com called A View from Mulberry Street. And that podcast is about my life as a lawyer and my point of view on the criminal justice system, uh, particularly the federal criminal justice system, and I have a very different point of view than you might see on other podcasts. Please tune in whenever you can. Today we've got a great lineup for you, but first I want you to know that I've got uh, Matt Sambolin here today and Alex Garrett and they may be jumping in at any time. Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? It's I'm nice great. To, nice to see you again. Uh, I haven't seen you since a Reform Party meeting. Yes, yes. You know, I was a Democrat all my life until 2015, and Frank Morano and Curtis Slewa uh, persuaded me to get involved with the Reform Party of New York State for a few years, and uh, and then I reluctantly became a Republican in 2020 because I wanted to vote in a primary. I guess, you know, the politics of today is upside down and inside out. And that's uh, uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about uh, this evening. Uh, first, I'd just like to get to a couple of issues that are in the, the news this morning. When I woke up, the first thing I saw were people protesting at, at our schools, our public schools. And you know what? I, I have nothing against immigrants. I am a first generation American, believe it or not. I am the first person on my father's side of the family to be born here in the United States. 
And uh, on my mother's side, I'm, I'm third generation. So I appreciate the experience of, of immigrants coming to this country and making this country great. But I don't like what's been going on at the border for the last three years. This invasion of people from all over the world is just something that we can't handle. I feel sorry for some of them, and I know there are many of them coming here for a better life, and certainly I can understand that. But America cannot, cannot feed the whole world and support the whole world. And New York City is going through a crisis right now where we've actually, you know, flirting with having people uh, who, who, are, who are coming across the border illegally living in our public schools and our hotels. So that's not what our hotels are for. They're for tourists to come and enjoy the city. So that's issue number one of the day. Maybe we'll get to some of that later. Another big issue uh, is Prince Harry. He is the most, he is, he's probably the most annoying immigrant that I have ever <laughs> thought of in my life. This guy comes to this country. He's got everything gone for him in merry old England, but he wants to come to this country because he's a spoiled brat and a spare tire. Oh, poor Harry. Our hearts are breaking for you. I really wish that someone, when we talk about immigrants, I, I wish someone could figure out a way to deport Harry, Prince Harry, back to the United Kingdom. And when he gets there, they'll probably put him under house arrest. And you can bet your bottom dollar that his loving wife, Megan, she will never stay with him if he had to be under house arrest. She'd leave him in two seconds flat. So, Harry, why don't you find a new place to live? What else is going on? Well, our first guest of today, I don't know if he's ready yet, but our first guest of today is going to talk to us about something that's near and not dear to me, and that's congestion pricing in New York City, in Manhattan. Uh, our guest, our first guest today is going to be John McDonough, who is going to talk about this subject from the perspective of a cab driver. John has been a playwright, a comic, a political activist, and right now he's also a taxi driver. John McDonough, welcome to the Arthur Idala Show. Yes, Matthew, and I'm glad to hear your take on the royal family. The <laughs> unfortunate thing, if Prince Harry was under house arrest, it would be at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. So he might stick with them for a little while while the servants are still there. He, he might so, have a new address nowadays, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they might find some place like the Dungeon. Where did they keep the Tower of London? Oh, the that, Tower of London. That would be a good— that off be, with his head. <laughs> he might he might enjoy that for a while. Teach him teach him some manners and respect. So anyhow, John, uh, I've got I've got a little something to say about congestion pricing, but I want to hear what your take on this issue is. Well, first of all, even the name is bogus. I have no doubt it was done by a focus group. Congestion pricing. It is a tax on the working class in Brooklyn, Queens, and the Bronx. It's also it's going to affect people coming in from all over, say, Long Island and New Jersey. Now, they're, saying, they're claiming they, they want to do this tax to help the subways, but also that is congestion. Congestion has been created by the city, and I'll tell you how. Throughout the years, 
they have squeezed Manhattan into one lane. First, they brought in the bus lanes. So now you can't go on the right-hand side, which that might have been needed because the buses were getting stuck in traffic. Then they brought in the bike lanes. That's on the left-hand side. So now you got the trucks double parking to make deliveries. So we're squeezed into one lane. So no matter how many less cars come into Manhattan, you still only have the one lane. And now since the pandemic, we got these shanty towns that have went up all around Manhattan, particularly on the side streets. If you're in the West Village or Greenwich Village trying to get down some of these streets with these outdoor dining, I'll put that in quotes, these shanty towns that have been erected with two by fours and a couple of nails, they've taken up a lane. So there is nowhere to go. So now here the city creates the congestion in Manhattan. And then they say, oh, well, we have to do something about it. We're going to charge $23 to come into the city. And that'll cut down on traffic. That won't cut down on the rich people coming in from Long Island. But if you have a doctor's appointment on First Avenue, say at New York Langone, that's going to affect you at $23. Now, First Avenue is otherwise known as Bedpan Alley. So they have the best hospitals and the best doctors. This is going to hugely affect people coming in to go to doctor's appointment or visit patients because you're going to think twice now. You know, do I really want to go in? The parking costs so much. And now I got $23 added on to that. So it, it is ridiculous what's going on. And I'm hoping New Jersey seems to be fighting a lot harder than New York. That's for sure. And them, you know, bringing in uh, any of these new laws. So it, it is just ridiculous. And, and Matthew, here's the other problem. This is called unintended consequences. Right now, what we'll do is I live in Queens. So I'll drive to Williamsburg or Long Island City park there and get on the 7 or the L train. Now, if you've ever taken that at Bedford Avenue or Jackson Avenue in Long Island City, you can't get on those trains now. They're so crowded. So we're going to take up all the parking spaces in Manhattan, in Bushwick, I mean, in Williamsburg, in Long Island City, parts of Astoria, that, that what Jersey drivers are now doing in Washington Heights to get below 70, uh, 96th Street. So this is going to be a complete disaster, and the driving class are going to have to pay for the mistakes of the MTA. The MTA just today said they are losing $700 million a year on turnstile jumpers. And I would suggest the Olympics should make this a sport for New Yorkers. Because if you go into any subway station, you see the guys that are going over the, the turnstile. It happens every day. Bridges. John, let me break in for a second yeah. before, we yeah, have no, to, before we have to go to the break. Congestion yeah. pricing is, is something that's a lot more than, than, than what you're saying. To me, it's part of the war on cars and drivers. Yep. It's, not, it's not really about congestion. It's not really about gas emissions. It is certainly, as you say, taxing people under another name. But more than anything else, and maybe I sound like a crackpot, but more than anything else, it's about government control over the people. They want to force people to abandon the safety and comfort of their cars and to force us, force us to take public transportation, which they could shut down at any time and control us. We've got to go to the break. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch! 
Hello, I'm Greg Figueroa. And I'm David Figueroa. Over 30 years ago, my brother Greg and I set out on a mission to offer the world a better hot sauce. That's right, David. We made Melinda's thicker, hotter, and better than ordinary hot sauces. And now we have 32 exciting and delicious sauces that hot sauce fans are obsessed with, like our ghost pepper sauce, our Thai sweet chili, and our best-selling black truffle hot sauce. Melinda's also has five spicy ketchups made with real sugar and no added junk like high fructose corn syrup. People ask David and I, what makes Melinda so good? That's easy. We think like chefs do. Instead of burning someone with hot peppers and vinegar, we use fresh plant-based ingredients and the finest chili peppers perfectly blended to set your mouth on flavor. Go to Melinda's.com to find our line of craft condiments at Walmart and other fine retailers. And right now, get a 10-pack of our best-selling sauces with free shipping at Melinda's.com. That's M-E-L-I-N-D-A-S.com. Melinda's.com. Okay, folks, exciting news from Connors and Sullivan. We all know that we need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. We know we need to address our estate plan. And how are you going to do that? Our friends at Connors and Sullivan are going to give you a free seminar and have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, June 19th at Buckley's Restaurant in Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island. 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, June 21st at the Greenhouse Cafe and 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Thursday, June 22nd at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Maspeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Friday, June 23rd at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. 718-238-6500. And as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all listen to am 970 the answer on alexa tune in iheart or odyssey.com papa loves mambo mama loves mambo welcome back to the author idala power hour this is your substitute host for today, Matthew J. Mary. I am a criminal defense lawyer for 46 years, and I am in the radio business. We're going to have a really great guest that I think most of you regular listeners know as Padre Lou. I know him as Louis Idala, one of the greatest criminal defense lawyers of all time. In fact, in, in one of my podcasts entitled The Greatest Criminal Lawyers of All Time on Matthew Mary's A View from Mulberry Street on YouTube, Lou Idala is mentioned as one of the greatest of all time in the top 10. And uh, Lou, are you there? I'm here, Matt, and I am delighted that I have the blessing to be able to speak with you today because that means that I am still around. <laughs> and hopefully within a few weeks, next month, uh, maybe you'll help me celebrate my, and it's hard to believe, 85th birthday. 85? Is old, or I would be this old. <laughs> and Lou, how many years were you practicing as an attorney? Uh, almost, uh, yes, this 
this year will be 60 years. 60. Wow. 1963. That's that's a long time, and as many of our listeners might know, uh, you've had a very varied career as a as a as a prosecutor in the district attorney's office in the elite homicide division, and then you're a criminal defense lawyer most of your life, but you spent part of your life at, as a very special prosecutor in the the Attica prosecution. So you know you've seen the criminal justice system from every angle. How do you think things have changed from the old days when you first started? Has the criminal justice system really changed that much? Well, I asked this question a few weeks ago when we had uh, Lido Calabrese, a 92-year-old gentleman who still sits and hears arguments on the second Circuit Court of Appeals. We had him in our Columbus Foundation in Manhattan, and I asked him that question about how the lawyers were today compared to the past, and he said, not so good. (laughs) The genesis of my asking that question was that, awesome, my son has related to me on many occasions when he appears in court, particularly federal court, the judges say, boy, we miss your father. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. You know, we were fighters, Matt. I guess the way we grew up, and we fought for our clients to preserve our system of justice. And sad to say, apparently that doesn't so much exist anymore. But I want to I comment on something. Yes, a please. Ago, a few weeks ago, you know Ellen B. Spumoni Gardens? Yes. Please? Okay. Everyone knows that is great for its pizza. But let me tell you, Lenny is a premium chef. And if anyone goes there, don't merely go there for the pizza. Ask Lenny to create anything else. He is a master chef. And one of the things he does and makes him a success is that uh, he uses top-notch ingredients. And that's the beginning point of any cuisine. Like, well, I guess we're somewhat biased in that we like our Italian cuisine, but the fresh ingredients are most important. But I was there with certain people, and I wound up receiving that evening a copy of Professor Alan Dershowitz's book, Get Trump. And And Lou, may I interrupt to tell you that he is the very next guest uh, well, on this program, the next morning, you know, I had it by my my bed. I started reading it, and I said, "Wait, I got to get up. Come on, I got to wait. Wait, let me read one more chapter. I got to go." Finally, I had the discipline, put it down. I finished it the next morning. Wow! And Matt, let me tell you, at the conclusion of my reading that, I literally wanted to applaud, clap my hands, because that man is a gem. He is a gem. I think that that book and what he puts forth in that book, phrases we're familiar with, due process, rule of law, civil liberty, right to counsel, free speech, that should be taught in every high school. I'm sad to say what I'm about to say. Say I it. I really hope I'm wrong. Don't be afraid, Lou. You're 85. They can't Wait, do listen. a thing to you. Too many of our population 
don't understand the concepts that I just mentioned and the need to preserve them if we are to continue to have the society which our founding fathers envisioned. You know, you and I and others of our profession, I would be delighted to go in and give guest lectures to the young people. And you know what is particularly disturbing? The attitude of some supposedly intelligent persons in ignoring these vital principles is particularly shocking. You know why? Even amongst our congressional representations, because they ignore them to achieve a certain end that they want to achieve. Okay, a good example of that is the recent use of impeachment, yes. where there's no constitutional basis for it, okay? And, and Lou, may I say, that should go both ways. Today I heard on the radio that one of the Republican congresswomen wants to impeach Biden. You know, oh, enough is I enough. I, within the last few weeks, I get a call from uh, the widow of uh, one of my high school classmates, intelligent woman with a principal uh, at school, and, oh, they're trying to get together people to get together to do just what you said, to impeach Biden. Yeah. I said, wait a minute. I, I said, and I think I quoted it correct. I said, go look at the Constitution. Article 2, I think, Section 4. What's the basis for you wanting to impeach him? Oh, we don't like his policies. Yeah. That's, That's not what impeachment is. I mean, impeachment means the president has to have committed a crime. Bribery, and, you know, treason. Listen, they were wrong what they did to Trump. Okay? Even right. Was wrong, even was wrong with, with Clinton. And the fear of our founding fathers was that this would be used as a political weapon. Yes. So now, yes. if the... the, the Republicans are in power, impeach the Democrats. Lou, let me interrupt for a second. You know, Nancy Pelosi's impeachments of Donald Trump and the Mueller investigation are all demonic creations. It's nothing like this has happened before in the history of the United States. And now when I see Republicans trying to copycat these demonic Democrats, it makes me want to vomit. I mean, we've got to get back to normal. The people who are elected as representatives are well, supposed you know, to work for the people. Can, can we resuscitate uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan? Because that's the type of politician and representative yeah. we should have. The sad thing today, look, we're talking about two, as we say, two altacockers who supposedly are going to run for presidency. Both of them, let Trump go play golf. Let Biden do whatever he wants to do. Why can't we have Women and men, intelligent, in you know, in the mid fifties, early sixties. We need we need new blood. We need new blood, Lou. Not that there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the old guys, but we need some fresh blood. No, yes, but you know why? And I'll give you a good example. It hits at home. People want Arthur to run for all kinds of things, and you know what? His character would be fine for. The city, the state, country. I think but, we're, I think we've but, got to persuade Arthur to do that. Personally, but, it would not be good personally. So young people, I think, are discouraged. When we were kids, being president of the United States, oh my God, how great that would be! Who wants to be now? 
Everyone yeah. is so vile. I got <laughs> I got to cut you off, Luke, because we've got a minute to go. But I just want to say, you know, the problem with this country is that that our educational system is is completely woke from kindergarten to graduate school. We've got eighty percent of the major networks who are practicing wokeness, and this is a country where people are brainwashed. The voters don't know what the the voters are ignorant. I'm I'm sorry to say that. You know, how do we get elected representatives like we have who don't care a hoot about this country? We're, I don't know if we could ever come back. I hope that we can. Do you think we can? I, I, I I'm a cockeyed optimist, so the answer is yes. Listen, Matt, you mentioned uh, what you were able to achieve in a short amount of time. There's no country greater than our country. And for example, I have a flag hanging on my property, which basically says, notice, this place is politically incorrect. We say, (laughs) Merry Christmas, one nation under God. We salute our flag, give thanks to our troops. If this offends you, leave. So all these people complaining, you know, nothing's perfect, we're not perfect, but they're all complaining, you know what, leave. You know how many people, as you just mentioned before, want to come in and fill the vacuum you'll create? But no one's leaving, are they, Matt? They all want to come here because there's no greater country than America, no greater city, in my opinion, and of course I'm biased, of New York City. Starting from the Brooklyn Bridge area and the Fulton Fish Market, where our families began, and all the way to where we are now. Well, let's wrap it up by saying something that a lot of people don't like to hear. God bless America. Thanks for being on, Lou. And thanks for Christopher Columbus initially finding this part of the world. All right. All right, Matt, I love you, buddy. Okay, Take pal. Care. you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates if you run or manage a local business today you're challenged like never before we get it and we want to help we're salem surround and when it comes to marketing consider us your personal move you forward company in a recent study we found that 53 percent of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing implementing and managing their marketing needs and that's where salem surround truly shines we're a full service marketing agency That'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. 
I have been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or the School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. You. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bert- Tuna and Cammon at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. This is Matthew J. Mary substituting for Arthur today. I'm going into my 47th year as a criminal defense lawyer and my second year as the host of the podcast called A View from Mulberry Street, which you can find on YouTube.com. I've been a lawyer for a long time, and I've admired Alan Dershowitz for a long time. Professor Alan Dershowitz 
is the foremost criminal defense appellate lawyer in the history of the United States, one of the most honored lawyers in America. But because he has the guts to tell the truth about what's happening in America, he has had to pay the price of not getting along with wokeness and falsehoods. I'm very proud to introduce our guest today, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Hi, Professor. Hey, thank you so much. And playing, you know, I Did It My Way by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that gets me in the mood. Just, you know, as I told my wife, when I pass, when I go, hopefully in 100 years, I want that played in my memorial. I did it my way. I've tried to listen to Frank Sinatra's words and live by them. I, you know, I, I knew Frank Sinatra. I met and, him, too. Uh, yeah. I, I represented him once, and then uh, he volunteered to help me when I was representing Mia Farrow. Wow. Uh, so we, we've had several several encounters, but uh, I love his music. I listen to it all the time. You know, Professor, before we get into, and I want to get into your new book, Get Trump, I want to get into yeah. that in depth, and I want you to stay as long as you can, but if you have to leave, just sign off. Uh, before we get to that, you've been practicing law for a long time and representing people who've been accused, many have been accused falsely, and you've put your heart and soul into doing that i mean how did it feel when when you were accused falsely and and the and the justice system was being used against you for cheap politics yeah well it's, it was more than it was for uh, cheap politics and lots and lots of money it was uh, an effort to, obviously to try to get a lot of money from me which i absolutely refused to pay um you know it, it taught me something i had never before known what it feels like to be falsely accused. And I went through eight years of being falsely accused. And ultimately, the woman admitted that, oh, she was young and maybe she mistook me for someone else. Um, but those eight years were very, very difficult, as even the lawyer for the other side acknowledged. And so I, I know what it feels like now to be falsely accused. I've redoubled my effort on behalf of my clients, you know, but I, I represent as zealously as I'm sure you do, an author does, and Imran does. I represent as zealously somebody who I think is probably guilty as somebody who I think is probably innocent. Everybody deserves the most zealous defense possible. It's not my job or your job to decide who's innocent or guilty. That's the jury's job. Our job is to present the most compelling case in favor of our client. And I think that's what we, we try hard to do. And people often don't understand that. You know. Professor, over the last few years, you've you've written quite a few books, and it took a lot of yeah. courage to go against the grain. Uh, I mean, you've been viewed in the in the past uh, as an ultra liberal, a super Democrat, uh, and now you've written several books, and it seems like all your friends have turned on you because they they just yeah. don't like people telling the truth. How does that feel? How does it feel well, out in Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> well, I'm going there again. We'll see what happens. But, you know, uh, Caroline Kennedy, whose uncle I represented at Chappaquiddick, said if she knew I was invited to a dinner party that she was at, she wouldn't have come uh, because she didn't approve of me representing Donald Trump. And I said, did you approve of me representing your uncle on a homicide charge, Ted Kennedy? Uh, you know, she couldn't answer that, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I, I understand people feel so strongly about Trump that anybody who 
represented him or did anything or who represented somebody who represented him. Um, I mean, Arthur Adala is now, you know, representing Rudy Giuliani, who represented him, and he's getting flack. I mean, that's McCarthyism, and you have to fight it. You know, I'm 84 and a half years old, but I'm as just as spicy and fighting as hard as I did when I was 24 and a half years old. So as long as the good Lord gives me the, the power, you know, the one Frank Sinatra song I hate, is the one, you know, when I was 34, <laughs> it was, and then he ends it. He ends it at that. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. he doesn't even take it to 45. What about when you're 84? <laughs> when I was 84, it was a very good year. Well, let's let's hope that open. let's hope that we could sing Frank's song, The Best Is Yet To Come, <laughs> at, at the end That's of the right. day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Professor, uh, your new book, Get Trump, I think is the most yeah. important book that you've ever written, and I'd really like you to explain that from A to Z, if you can. Sure. sure. Well, first, it's my 51st book, and I'm really proud of it. And uh, you can't get it if you go to a local bookstore, because local bookstores uh, won't carry a book entitled Get Trump. So you have to get it on Amazon. But fortunately, it was number one among uh, nonfiction adult books on Amazon. So people have bought it and, and enjoyed it. And not enjoyed it. It's a hard book to enjoy, because... The subtitle is you know, the, the Great Threat to Civil Liberties, Due Process, and the Rule of Law. And the thesis of the book is that good people, decent people, who honestly believe that Trump is a great danger to America, are prepared to distort the Constitution, throw away due process, throw away equal protection, throw away the right to counsel in an effort to prevent Trump from being reelected. And that's something I just will not stand for. I don't want Trump to be reelected. I'm not going to vote for him. I voted against him twice already. I have the constitutional right to vote against him a third time, and I don't want Alfred Bragg to decide who I can vote for and who I couldn't vote for. You know, the Bragg indictment is the weakest indictment, the weakest mm-hmm. indictment I've seen in 60 years of practicing law. And I've seen some pretty weak indictments, but this one is the weakest. It's, there isn't even a misdemeanor that stands up to scrutiny. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And Bragg's a decent man. And yes. Letitia James, she's a decent woman. I like them. But what they've done in the effort to get Trump, you know, I didn't come up with this title, Get Trump. It's the campaign pledge of the attorney general, the district attorney of New York. Essentially, they said, if you elect us, we'll get Trump. If you elect our opponents, they won't get Trump. And they have to run for reelection and they want to have a trophy. They want to have Trump's head you know, uh, that they can show in their next election. And that's not the way prosecutors ought to operate. And I think uh, uh, District Attorney Bragg was having a lot of trouble as a lawyer to to figure out how to indict Trump. I think he was on the verge of dropping the case. But then the political pressure from the left, from the progressive left, from the revolutionary left, was so great yeah. that I think he just had to do it. He had had no choice, politically speaking, because of his own party and his own political backers. I agree with you, and, and even some people in his office. You know, the office was very split. Uh, one guy quit as the result of uh, his failure to indict and others threatened to, to quit. And, you know, Bob Morgenthau would not have done this. No. Um, and uh, he, he just didn't bow to political pressures. Uh, he was a strong district attorney and a very good one. And Frank Hogan wouldn't have done this. And I think Alfred Bragg has disgraced his office by bringing such a weak indictment. And, 
you know, it's in New York City. It's Manhattan. You know Manhattan as well as I do. Uh, what, 87 percent of the people of Manhattan voted against Donald Trump? Yes. It would be very hard to get a jury in Manhattan that gives him a fair trial. The case ought to be moved to Staten Island or Rockland County or somewhere where you can have uh, a much fairer voir dire and a much fairer uh, a jury. So let's see what happens. But, you know, we live at a time our country is so deeply divided about everything. And uh, it means, you know, families are split, friendships are over. It's just, it's a tragedy. I mean, I've had friends who I've known for years and years. And years. Larry David, you know, won't talk to me. <laughs> I helped his daughter get into college. Um, and I've helped him in so many different ways. But he won't talk to me because I defended Donald Trump. And uh, he didn't care that I defended Jeffrey Epstein. He didn't care that I defended Klaus von Bülow or O.J. Simpson. That was okay. But uh, President Trump on constitutional grounds, nah, that, that crossed the line for him. And, Professor, you know, people are so obsessed with, with Donald Trump, and, and they, they fail to understand that there are constitutional issues here like due process, right to counsel, freedom of speech. When we get back from the break, I'm hoping that we could go into those legal issues and, and explain to the only people for, what's on the line. Yeah. Only for five minutes because oh, my okay. wife and I are on the way to a play. All right. So hang in there. Just there. give me five and that'll be great. Sure, sure. Are you considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year? Then sign up today for the all-inclusive Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Along with our trusted partner, The Money Show, we're setting sail this December to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the Caribbean. But this is no ordinary vacation. It's a chance to learn from top Eagle Financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. What are you doing this fall? Would you like to go to Italy with Joe Piscopo? Well, let me tell you about this amazing tour. Rome, Catania, Taromina, Savoca, Forza de Agro, Mount Etna, and Palermo. That's the best of Rome and Sicily for nine nights. What a trip. Enjoy wonderful food and taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna and see some actual sights used in the iconic Godfather movie. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. You'll also be treated to an intimate dinner for performance by Joe Piscopo in Rome. It is so much fun. Have your cameras ready. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515. Remember, a Perillo Tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. That's 800-431-1515 to secure your reservation on this very limited tour before it sells out. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. October 18th to 28th. one 800-431-1515 or go online to perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Out of the tree of life I just picked me a plum. 
Welcome back to Author Idala's Power Hour. This is Matthew J. Mary, and our guest today is Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor, uh, 2024 is going to be perhaps the most important election in the history of the United States. Uh, On one side, we have revolutionaries, and on the other side, we have people trying to preserve the very essence of America. And yet, it's all about Trump, 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 Trump. I'm fearful that the next election is going to be a referendum on Trump when it should be a referendum on constitutional freedoms. I agree with you. It will be a referendum on Trump. I think in the next election, if it's Trump versus Biden, a lot of people will not be voting for a candidate. They will be voting against the opposing candidate. Both candidates have very high negatives. Um, they have very strong supporters as well, but a lot of high negatives. And I agree with you. It will be a referendum on personalities. Rather than on the great issues of the day, there are so many important issues that Americans should be voting on, but they'll be voting on personalities. And the one thing that I hope is that it's a clean election. And that at the end, somebody wins and nobody will be able to challenge the outcome. We have to make sure we challenge and clean up our voting machines and all the other mechanisms of a fair election. That's crucial for 2024. Before I let you go, just one more question. Aside from Trump and Biden, do you see any other candidates who have a good chance to be uh, the nominees of the major parties? I think it all depends on the good Lord above and the health of the two candidates. If the things remain the way they they are now, it'll be the two of them. But if one of them were to get sick uh, or die, God forbid, um, the other probably wouldn't run. I think the Biden only runs against Trump. He wouldn't run against DeSantis or or, uh, any of the other candidates. And I think the same thing is true on the other side. I think that if Biden were not to run and some very young, vigorous person were to run, Trump might have some second thoughts as well. So at the moment, I think it's the two of them. The Republicans have a much deeper bench. They have Nikki Haley. They have Mike Pompeo. They have DeSantis. The Democrats don't have a deep bench. And they have um, uh, the vice president of the United States who will be a burden to the ticket, not a benefit. Well, thank you very much, Professor Alan Dershowitz. And remember, the best best is yet to come. Yes, I hope so. Thank you so much. Be well. Okay. Let's get to to an issue that I'd like to talk about. I didn't think I would have time, but I do. Uh, Professor Dershowitz touched on this about issues. What are the real issues for 2024 in a crucial election that will determine which way America goes for the future. It seems to me that the Democrats, and I I don't want to be political here, but I guess I I am. The Democrats are, 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 are trying to focus on abortion, on gun control, and climate change, which all are things that are not really part of the 2020 agenda for the voters to decide. I mean, the Second Amendment is here to stay. Abortion is here to stay. The climate's going to change no matter what. And, you know, these are all uh, boogeyman issues. The real issues that we have to face right now are, number one, the economy, all right? And part of the economy is the inflation that's going on. The, the decline of the stock market, the, the, the danger that's 
present in our banking system. This is, we're on the verge of a crisis. We have an energy crisis in this country, partially because of the climate change issue. You know, if you look at your, your, your Con Edison bill, your National Grid bill, whatever, it's going up, 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 and we've been notified that it's going to go higher and higher and higher and higher. Energy is really something that's important to every single person in this country. The prices and the services, are we going to continue to be energy dependent on God knows who? You know, we used to be dependent on other nations for oil, but now we're going in a different direction. And we've got the foreign policy that's going on. You've got so many former allies of ours that are just abandoning us and, and kissing up to China. China is one of the biggest problems that we have, and we don't talk about it much. The third problem is crime in the streets. Street crime is really, really frightening to most people, and we've got too many woke district attorneys. Now, I have to say, I practice in New York County all the time. I have no complaints about Alvin Bragg, except for the Trump case. I really don't. I'm sorry if some people won't like that, but I I find that his office is pretty fair. And I'm not just saying that because I have to deal uh, with them. The the fourth issue that we have to focus on instead of the false issues is foreign policy, okay? We've got to focus on China, on Russia, Iran, North Korea. We've got to look at all these sanctions and what they're doing, how they're backfiring on us. We're sanctioning the world, and and yet the dollar is not going to be the main currency of the world pretty soon because they've found a way to go behind our backs and to keep going without us. The influence of China is oppressive and frightening. All right, the next issue, number five, the military. The focus in the Defense Department should not be on wokeness. It should be on preparedness. Our enemies are preparing to have the fight of of their life, all right? They're preparing for, let's say it out loud, they're preparing for World War III, and we're talking about wokeness in the military. We've got to straighten up. The sixth issue, which Professor Dershowitz uh, uh hinted at, and it's an important issue, is election integrity. We've got to guarantee that elections are no longer going to be challenged because everyone believes that they're going to be fair. Okay, what else? Uh, Prosecutors and politics. We've got to stop mixing politics and the law. Mixing politics with the legal system is like mixing horse bleep with ice cream. You don't have ice cream when you finish doing that. We need judicial integrity, and we need media integrity. I remember as a kid growing up and watching Walter Cronkite and John Chancellor and Harry Reasoner and all the great anchors and feeling that they're part of my family, believing them. Uh, I was a news junkie from the age of 10 until about four or five years ago, and I couldn't stop them when the cable news networks came about. I was, I was so excited because I could watch the news night and day, all, all night long, keep going and going, switch the channels from CNN 
to Fox, to MSNBC, to CNBC. And you know, I, 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 felt, I, I watched the news in the morning. I watched the evening news at night. I watched all the local news stations. And now, in my old age, I, I'm totally disgusted with the news. I do not even watch the news anymore. I do not. I have to confess, I do watch Fox News at night sometimes. But since Tucker Carlson got fired, I don't really feel like watching the Fox, Fox Network. So we're, we're a country where we, we've got young people growing up who are n- not informed at all about anything. And they're only being indoctrinated with all sorts of political BS. And it's wrong. Our educational system is not what it used to be. It's not about reading, writing, arithmetic. All right. Uh, Needless to say, I don't even want to go into the issue of that. The name of God is being obliterated in this country. And I I don't care who dislikes that. I say to you that this country is based on a belief in God and the atheists are fine. No one's bothering them. But, you know, when we have a godless country, we're going to have a worthless country. So uh, I don't know where we're going. But I hope that we're going somewhere good. I just want to finish off. I think I've got two minutes left. I want to finish off by a little shout out to Mayor uh, Adams. You know, I know Mayor Adams is one of Arthur's favorite people. But I just want to say very respectfully to Mayor Adams, start worrying about New York City citizens and taxpayers instead of jamming our public schools and hotels with illegal immigrants. By the way, you should reverse yourself on the, the double crossing of the New York City retirees. When you change their health care benefits, that was a breaking a promise that was made a long time ago to people who worked for this city and who trusted this city. And that's about it. I want to thank Arthur for uh, having me on today. And I want to thank the staff here at 970 AM, The Answer. This is Matthew J. Mary signing off. Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.